Hi, everyone. I'm Laurel Simmons, and I'm so glad you're here listening to another Right Club podcast. I am joined today by Catherine Nelson-Riley, our operations manager. And Catherine and I have have had the privilege of interviewing Dave Dubow, who is really experienced when it comes to raising capital. This is part two of an interview. And if you have not listened to part one, we strongly recommend that you do, because in part one, we really talk about the initial process of setting things up, establishing what you want, where you want, how you want it, and all the rest of it. Part two, well, Catherine, you tell us what that's about. Part two, he was actually, it was really great because he got into a, more of the nitty gritty details on how to position yourself in real estate investing, how to establish yourself with your credibility when you have nothing to start with. And he gave us some phenomenal connection tips in order to invite people to get to know you, but more or less on how that was being positioned, as well as how to document your journey. Really great tips. Yeah, yeah. And I learned a lot too, because I thought, oh, that's really cool. I, seriously, I had never really thought of it. But hey, you got to go listen to the interview just to find out what he said. So before we go there, though, if you want lots and lots of free information and lots of resources, go to our website, therightclub.com. A sign up is it's free and give us a little pod love if you enjoy these podcast episodes, because when you do that, it helps other people find this, this series of podcasts and it helps them too. So anyway, Catherine, let's go to the interview. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. What is it that I need to do, not only for myself personally, for presentation, but what do I need to prepare as far as to present a deal? You know, to be able to say, this is something I'm looking at. How, if, how would they like to receive it? How should I present it to them for so the who, best who, optimum who are we outcome? Talking, who are we talking about here, Catherine? Are we talking about potential partners that you can work with to get the experience that you want to, that you need to get to start raising capital? Are you talking about once you've done that? to bring your investors oh. on board. Which one are you talking about? Because if you're talking about the first one, which is what I would focus on if I were you. Of course. Yeah. Then you've got eight legs up on most everybody else already, right? Because you're you're involved in an organization that's already tapped into a bunch of these people, right? So what I would do if I were you is I would ask people that you work with, like Laurel and Daniel and Alfonso and everybody else there, hey, you guys, what do you think my secret sauces? What are my superpowers? What am I good at that most people find to be things that are difficult, right? Because you might not see that. It's very difficult for us to be objective about ourselves. And you're a good Canadian, so you're very modest, I'm sure. And we don't like to pound our own chests and talk about how great we are. So ask other people who you trust, what are some of the things that, that I can bring to the table with a, an active real estate investor that can bring value? Okay. So find that out first. And then if I were you, again, you're in a perfect position, right? So figure out what you want to do. That'd be the first thing. Just kind of figure out, okay, if I'm good, you don't have to stick with it, but at least go after one path, whether that be multifamily, whether that be whatever it is, right? That's going to, that you think is going to take you along that path to creating cash flow. And then if I were you specifically, I would locate three or four people who are doing those kind of deals and invite them onto your podcast and then interview them and just be very transparent and say, hey, here I am. 
this is my situation. I'm very interested in doing what you're doing. Tell me about the pros. Tell me about the cons. What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? And if you were me, what would you do to get involved with these kind of deals? And you have that conversation, start that relationship with three or four people, and then follow up with them and say, hey, you know, the one or two that you really resonated with, then follow up with those folks and say, hey, I would love, I would absolutely love the opportunity to be part of one of your deals, even if it's just for a tiny little sliver of equity. You know, I can bring some money to the table or I can bring some skill set to the table. What can I do to work with you? Because I want to work with the best. I think that's great. Great advice. And even for someone who doesn't have access to a podcast, it still works because you people love to be asked what they do and yes. how they do it. They love to, it's like, it's like you're really paying attention. People love to get attention, right? We're all like that. And it really is a much easier conversation to have with someone. It's like, tell me what you do. Why do you do it? How, like, how do you, maybe even the how, not even the how right now. It's why do you do it? What are the challenges? Um, what makes you get up in the morning and, and all the rest of it? The how, I think, maybe comes later. That's yeah. what I would say to someone. How is maybe too soon in the conversation right at the beginning? It's more about the other stuff that goes around it, right? It's the why, the what, and what gets you up in the morning? What gets you excited? What do you absolutely hate doing? That's where the real rich information is. And I would add on to that, Laurel. I completely agree. One of the mistakes I see a lot of newbies making when they're looking for somebody like this is it's, they're just kind of grabby. It's all about me. Hey, I want to pick your brain. Well, who the hell wants their brain to be picked? That's not a big treat for anybody, right? So, so yes, you're right. Laurel. A lot of people like to share, but it's how they're approached as well. So when you lead with the giving hand, that goes a long way. Invite the person out for coffee, invite the person out for lunch, and you pick up the bill. Even though that person might be a multimillionaire, doesn't matter. You pick up the bill, you invite them out to lunch. And exactly as Laurel rec recommended there, you know, don't pounce on them with a gazillion questions, but start the conversation and just get that relationship going. That's it. That's great, great advice. But again, you've got a shortcut because you've got a podcast. So I'm talking about you and your specific situation. It's that all makes sense. And as you've been talking, I definitely, I don't know if you, I mean, I realize that we're on a podcast, so people will be listening to this, but just know that you can see the light bulb going off you know, over my head during a lot of what it is that you were sharing. So even taking it, and I'm thinking ahead a little bit. So then what would be, the next steps. So once I have done this, I've been able to partner with a few people that I've got myself established in yeah. a in, in in growing my street cred, yeah. you know, in my reputation. Because realistically, I do believe very strongly that you do need to be able to build those relationships with people even prior to getting into business with them and actually signing on the dotted line and making sure the T's across and the I's are dotted. Because if your integrity is not in alignment, it's not going to work. You know, if your business practices are not in alignment, it's not going to work because you do need to. And it's not often, I'm not saying that it isn't anything about the quality of people. It's kind of like having a pair of shoes. It's not saying anything about the quality of the shoes. It's just saying that it's not a good fit. 
You know, there's that, some crappy shoes. So there's it, some crappy shoes. <laughs> you're right. There are. There's some really crappy shoes that are out there, and they've stepped in some stuff for sure that they're dragging around <laughs> with them. However, when you get to that next step in in building your street cred, then I'm going to jump to that second part of the question. Mm-hmm. You know, that you were asking me whether it's this or whether it's that. How do we go to that? Like, what would be the next steps in order to Start, raise, start raising capital now? Is that what Start that raising of? that capital. Uh, well, actually, I would start even beforehand. I would start right now if I was, if I were you, Catherine. So I would, are you a Facebook person, an Instagram person? What floats your boat on social media? Actually, I, I both of them are quite fine. You can teach an old dog new tricks. My daughters who were, you know, from the time they were in their teens, they insisted mom was on and they taught me. That's Good. They're so now which, in their which, one, which one are you on the most? Facebook? I am Facebook, but I'm actually going more towards Instagram now. I'm finding okay. it to be a little bit more. Okay. Um, so the, what I'm going to recommend, I think, lends itself to Facebook a little bit better than Instagram. Okay. Although it can, I'm sure you can do the same thing on Instagram. And it's basically just kind of document your journey, right? So share with people what you're doing. You're not soliciting anybody. You're not dropping hints about investing with you. You're not doing any of that stuff. You're just saying, you're just letting people know what you've been up to. Hey, just went out to lunch with so, and then tag so-and-so on, on that and learn so much about whatever. I mean, love this. I mean, I'm looking for a real estate investing strategy that, that fits me and what I'm looking for. And, you know, at the end of the day, I really want to focus on cash flow. That's what I want to do. So I'm trying to figure out just be transparent. I'm trying to figure out what the best fit is for me. So I'm having a, have a lot of fun learning. Okay. And then, so that's starting right now. And then as you start working with somebody, Hey, I'm so thrilled. I've joined forces with Joe Schmo here and I've got the, the privilege of working with him on one of his multifamily deals or working with her on one of her self-storage deals or whatever it is that you're doing. And I'm so excited to be learning about this, you know, and about this whole investment class. I'll take you along for the ride kind of thing. And then document as you're going along and just show people that you're actively doing stuff, that you're actively learning, you're actively participating, you're doing deals. And that'll get people aware that Catherine is a real estate investor and she's doing stuff and she's not perfect. She's not the guru yet, but that's reality, right? A lot of people say, fake it till you make it. I say no, because that just, that'll shoot you in the foot with your, the no like, and trust factor, right? So start it now, start documenting that journey. And then when it gets to the point where you're feeling comfortable with the new strategy, the strategy that you're doing, well, now it's time to start getting prospective investors lined up before you've got a deal. Because the worst advice I ever heard was, hey, just find a good deal and the money will find you. And I say baloney to that. I say, you know, that's a sure way to lose a good deal is to scramble for the capital last minute. So I always prefer, hey, let's get five or six people lined up who maybe they have, they're not going to cut you a check or anything, but they're seriously interested in your deals before you go find one to bring down. Does that make sense? I would also suggest that for anyone listening to this, even when you go out on Facebook or Instagram, that you document the things that you don't like, because you know what? We learn an awful lot from what doesn't work, you know, (laughs) like, like, oh, there's no voice of experience there. Anyway, so it's like going out and maybe it's going to, I don't know, I'm just pulling this off the top of my head, going to some open houses and looking at, I mean, you don't want to share specific details, 
but you can maybe take a picture of an interior of the house or something and say, you know, I was thinking about perhaps doing a burr or a flip or whatever, right? And I don't, this doesn't work for me because this and this, that only, that only shows what you're, what you don't like, but it shows also that you have thought it through. Good point. Excellent point. And then that way you could turn lemons into lemonade. You don't have to be always talking about the successes you're having. You can be also documenting all the stuff that doesn't work, which tends to be a lot more than what does work. <laughs> you know what? I think that's really true. And I think a lot of people, especially when they're starting out, they see people who are successful in real estate investing as, oh, you know, they've figured it all out. And everything they they do from the very beginning, everything they've done from the very beginning is wonderful. They may not articulate it, but I think that's the underlying belief system. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, that is not the case. Exactly. And we're all, we're always learning. Nobody, nobody's done. That's for sure. Nobody knows it all. That's for sure. Yeah. Good points. I think one of the things too, is that it's humbling. You, You know, people have a story that they bring to the table. And I know, I know myself as I've been talking to mortgage brokers, as I've been having conversations with people. And I mean, obviously, because I do work as the operations manager for the Wright Club. So there is an awful lot of mentorship and bouncing off in conversations that I've been having with Laurel and Danielle and, you know, of course, the co-founders. And and it's been amazing because I have literally fallen through almost every single crack in so many different ways, you know, whether it's, you know, because you're self-employed. You know, mm-hmm. or whether it is, and it doesn't matter that I have a home that I've owned for 23 years that has got a massive amount of equity that is in it. It's a matter of, you know, it's this or it's that or whatever. So I've literally suggested and put on the table, you know, to, you know, some, a mortgage broker or mortgage brokers or in the conversations to say, follow my story. Use me as an example. Like I'm willing to show that vulnerability and being humble and to be able to put it put that story out there. And quite honestly, my family doesn't know that I'm doing this. I And I, they don't. And my close friends don't because of that initial thought process or that initial soft conversation I tried to open with them and their reaction. And I thought, no, I'm just going to make sure that I can do this and then learn and be able to have the success speak for itself for those people that fall into that particular group. So it's, you know, even being able to do that, but the vulnerability, but that's such an awesome idea about using the social media in order to track the story. Yeah. Track the journey. Exactly. Yeah. It'll create curiosity. It'll prime the pump nicely for when you are ready to start reaching out. Now, now you won't be reaching out cold to people. They'll be at least somewhat familiar with what you're doing. Yeah. And I think the other side to that too, is that people, when they follow you, some people will be curious and they will reach out and they'll say, well, can you tell me more? Like that just happens, right? Because the thing is when we start out in real estate investing, well, even now, if you're more experienced, you never know who you're talking to, what kind of background they have, what kind of interest they have. You just don't know. So the worst thing you can do is make assumptions about what people believe or what they're willing to do or what they're willing to invest or or all the or how much money they have. I have a great story of this. One of our clients, he was doing, a, I think, a burr, and he had this crappy looking property. He was out front cleaning up the yard or whatever. And his the next door neighbor was coming over, and he had just older gentleman wearing a tank top or something like that. Just didn't look like a heck of a lot. And his house wasn't all that nice. And 
all that. But they started up a conversation and developed a little bit of a friendship. And lo and behold, very quite quickly, that gentleman ended up investing over $400,000 with my client, put all of his RSP money into a self-directed fund and invested that money with my client from that. He would not have, never have guessed in a million years that this guy had that kind of money. So yeah, he'd never make assumptions. Wow. Wow. Well, when you started, I believe you got started 20 some odd years ago, dipping your toe into the pool of real estate investing. Well, I, did, I didn't dip. I jumped right in. I had no choice. I'd been living overseas for about 14 years. I came back to Canada with a young family, not a heck of a lot of money, zero credit, zero job prospects because I've been self-employed. I had to make a go of it. So I took massive action and did 18, month, 18 deals in 18 months. So no, I didn't dip my toe in it. I jumped into it full bore. Yes. That's not even you know, pointing your toes. It's like clicking your heels three times and pointing your toes and jumping. So Dave, with all of that, thank you so very much. I think we're going to go into just keeping an eye in here because I do know that you've got some other appointments because you are a very busy man. So thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know that it, we do have our lightning round that's coming up. And Laura, now you got you... me nervous. Now you got yeah. me nervous. <laughs> I don't think we can get you nervous at let's, all. Let's have fun. <laughs> so Laurel, did you want to start off the lightning round? All right, here we go. You ready, Dave? Oh, I don't know. This week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email, daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. I am. <laughs> okay. What would you say to an 18-year-old Dave, knowing what you know now, and if you could go back to when you were 18 years old, what would you say to that person about, well, anything actually? I would Tell 18-year-old Dave to not be such a chicken shit and to just go for it. Interesting. Well, okay. Okay. Good enough. Sorry for the language, but that's what 18-year-old Dave would have understood. <laughs> okay, Catherine? I think that's, no, I think that's great. So carrying on that theme, what is the best advice you've ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Okay. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, my good friend, Ken Beaton, very successful real estate entrepreneur, once told me that at the end of the day, when you're working with investors or joint venture partners, they're not really investing in the deal. They're investing in you. And the property itself is just the collateral for that investment. That always stuck. Yep, that's true. That's absolutely true. Okay, third question. If you had to pick one thing, that you, one attribute that you think has made you really successful, what is it? Persistence. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think I'm a little bit more persistent than the average person. So whatever degree of success I enjoy, a lot of it is due to that. Just kind of chugging along, chugging along, figuring out what doesn't work, what doesn't work, what doesn't work. Something does work, half-ass works. 
keep working on it, keep working on it till you dial it in. So persistence. Wow. That's, I can see that. And that is one of the words that I would describe you as being very motivated, very disciplined, very, you know, with going for it. That's, that was actually my first impression when I met you. I guess I met you about four and a half years ago was the first time that we did meet. So what is your favorite? This is the last, last question. What is your favorite resource for real estate investing? Anything could be anything, book training, person, event. Yeah. Real estate investing. I, well, it's kind of generic, but these days it really is podcasts just because there are so many of them out there and you can niche it down and you can really dial in specifically what you want to learn more about. And then that can lead you down the road of discovering. So in your case, for example, Catherine, who you want to learn from or who you want to partner up with, right? So I think these days it would probably be podcasts. Excellent. Well, thank you so very much for joining us today on the Right Club podcast. My pleasure. I uh, very much appreciate your time. And one of the, I think one of your most popular topics are be seen to get the green. Oh, you got to that- get out there, right? You can't hide. <laughs> if you want people to know about you, you cannot hide. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. So that's what I talk about a lot these days on when I'm being interviewed on different podcasts. We didn't quite have time to touch on that, but that's okay. But yeah, that's one of the things I like to talk about. Well, we'll definitely have you back in order to continue the conversation for sure, because I I know that there's actually a lot of topics we could continue the conversation. But in the meantime, where can our listeners reach you? Yeah, so probably the simplest thing is to go to my website, which is moneypartnerformula.com, moneypartnerformula.com. I don't quite have as many resources as you guys have up there, but I got a few especially if people are interested in raising capital. If they're just getting started and looking to crack the code on that, we can help them out with that. Super duper. Well, thanks, Dave. As always, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. We really appreciate your knowledge and expertise and your willingness to share. It's wonderful. Thanks. Thank you. Catherine, I think Dave has so much information. We could have spoken to him for like, I don't know, two or three hours and still not run out of things to talk about. But you know what? He does this professionally. He knows how to set things up for his clients. So we were so lucky to have him. Absolutely. He brought so much information, wealth of experience, and some really great light bulb moments. You know, I there was at least every sentence or every bit of information that he was sharing that there was light bulb moments and saying, what a great idea. I, as you said in the intro that we it's not something that you would normally thought of. So it was great that Dave was able to bring this expertise to our listeners. Well, everyone, you've heard it here. You've heard Dave speak. Go listen to part one and read, listen to it because there's just a lot of really great information, especially for people who are just starting out. And I'm actually going to go and listen to them again because I've got all kinds of ideas for what I can do, not just with real estate investing, but other things that I'm doing. So it's, it's well worth your time. Anyway, everyone, have a great day. Go customize your life. Thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.